0: You have been warned. This radio program is going to have bold topics for bold Christians. Welcome to Empowered Radio with Laurie Timms. These are the worst of times. These are the best of times. Right now, is Tim's times. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining me today. My topic today is mammon. Now, first I want to introduce myself. My name is Laurie L. Timms. I'm an author and a speaker, and it's my passion to reach the lost and inform the church in these last days. Now, my foundational scripture is 1 Timothy 6.10, and I been for the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil, and some, by longing for it, have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Now, we've heard the term mammon many, many times. And uh, what we've heard is we've heard that you can't serve two masters. Well, that's a bona fide fact, no doubt about that. You either serve God or you serve mammon. Now, let's look deeper into this. Who or what is mammon? So, let's get started. Now, the Hebrew definition means money for mammon. Now, today it's involved into the term wealth. It's also noted that the demon god Mammon is a god of greed. And it's an ancient Syrian deity or a god. Now, we know it to be a demonic spirit, a fallen angel, if you will. In the Middle Ages, Mammon became personified as one of the seven princes in hell. Now, Mammon is also known as money and finances. In the Greek, it's known as wealth and profit. There are many stories told as to Mammon's existence. He was known as a fallen angel who had rebelled shortly after Lucifer did. So he was part of the rebellion. He was also interested in treasure hunting and riches in heaven. They said that uh, he looked for the riches and looked at the gold and the beauty instead of looking at the father. Now he was also noted for looking downward at the golden streets instead of looking upward as he should have. He also tried to dig up the golden streets to possess its wealth. That's when he was kicked out of heaven. And you know, when even when he was kicked out of heaven, he didn't care. Because he could still get to chase and possess treasures and riches on earth, just like he did in heaven. Now, he was known as one of the uh, smaller uh, fallen angels, but he possessed a lot of power. And his main assignment today is to expose humans to treasure hunting, money and material chasing and this is uh, addictions you know addictions and you can see the results of these addictions uh, in uh, lots of different ways because people are chasing money, uh, casino gambling you see it people go and buy lottery tickets like religiously uh, they're chasing money. This is a spirit that can come upon them. Uh, Expensive items, you know, they got to have all the name brand items. And you know, if you really look at it, a lot of times they're not better quality. It's a name brand that you're paying for. Uh, I bought a few name brand things and they fell apart quicker than the cheaper name brands. So it is just really a name that you're going after to make it look like you spent a lot of money or to make it look like you have class, but you know, it's just chasing material things and you know, that's pretty much sums it up. Uh, another thing is the wealthy have an addiction to money that is never quenched. They can get and they can just work and work and work and work and do deals, do deals and can and make all the money. But they never have enough, you know, and so you, you seem to wonder, well, they're already wealthy. Why are they trying to work when they're 80, 80 something, 90 years old? Why are they working still? They don't have to. And, you know, I always thought, well, that takes jobs away from other people that need work. But uh, the thing about it is they're chasing money and they've got so much money already. They really don't need it. It's a greed thing, money. And sometimes I've heard uh, wealthy people say, uh, well, I keep doing it because I don't want to lose it. See, they, they they obsess to get it and they obsess to keep it. So, see, it's just a just a cycle, a vicious cycle that never ends. It's a merry-go-round that never stops. And it's very tormenting. I mean, you know, it really is. It's very tormenting. And then you don't know who you can trust are they uh, liking me for my money? what do they want from me? see you you know do you really want it that way? I don't think so so anyway I just thought I would uh, throw that in there too it it, uh, it soon becomes a replacement God to them. you know we see this with many rich and wealthy individuals you know and like I was saying you know these are multi-millionaires billionaires they could spend, uh, they could never spend all their money but they hunger for more it's an insatiable hunger it cannot be satisfied it entails greed envy and lust now we see that you're you know they they're envious they want something better than the next person has you know they they see the neighbor that has the new model car well they've got to have a better one they've got to upgrade uh you know, I went through this with phones for a while, where I just wanted the best phone, no matter what. And you know that that spirit, what it does, is it captures you, you your attention. It captures your heart, and you you might say, this is what you're. This is what I said. Well, I'm going to get it, no matter what, you know. And I would finance it, I pay notes on it, whatever. But I would have the best model. And we all know about phones; they're making new models the day they. Almost a day after they've released one model, they've got another one they're working on. So I mean, you can never, ever get the best. you just really can. Uh, and so you know, this has affected me as well. and so uh, it's so easy for that to happen and lust and also, and not only does it entail greed, envy, but lust, lust of the eyes hey, I want to have that house. I, you know, and you see this because uh, all you got to do is watch House Hunters or one of those shows and you'll see a couple that wants a six or eight bedroom house for what, two people? And, I mean, you know, it's just, it's it's lust. They lust after it. And they don't need it, but they want it. And, uh, you know, they'll say, well, I need to get it for you. I need to entertain. Well, <laughs> It's still more than what you need. So anyway, uh, this is, uh, you see this in everyday life. Now, I do remember uh, hearing this when I was a kid, that it's a sin to have more than what you need. Now, I was adopted, uh, uh, you know, I was adopted from an orphanage. And so I didn't know my real family until I got in my 30s and I met them through the Internet. So, you know, I had a relationship. I went to see my dad a couple times, and my brothers had four brothers. And uh, they were in different parts of the country. And so, but the last time I talked to my dad, he was on the phone, and he said, I have six cars. He was bragging about all the cars that he had. And I said, Dad, you ought to bless all your children with a car, because I'm thinking it's a sin to have more than what you need. Or at least give give it to the ones that didn't have it. So I know that three of us, and me at the time, didn't have a car. So he could have blessed us and still had more than what he needed. And so I don't know where it all went to when he died. I'm sure they sold him or, you know, I'm not sure about all that. But needless to say, you know, you got to be careful because you can start accumulating stuff and, you know, uh, I think this has a lot to do with people that are uh, hoarders. You know, they start out, they're pack rats. That's what we used to call them, pack rats. And they just keep accumulating stuff, accumulating stuff, until they have so much stuff they can't even walk through their house. They don't even know what they have. And, uh, you know, I knew somebody that had, like, all kinds of little bottles with like nuts and bolts and screws in it. And they just sat on like a back porch. And they had been there so long. I mean it was almost like uh, cobwebs on it. I said why don't you give this to somebody. that could use it. Why don't you do something with. It? Oh well you never know when I'll need it. See they won't let go of it. And that's greed. You want more than what you need. That's greed. Now the Bible says in Matthew 6 24 that no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Money does indeed change people, and not always in a good way. Yes, yes, of course, there's an exception to the rule, and some give to others and use their money to help people, And that's how it should be. We've heard this. It's better to give than to receive. We know that's true. Acts 20 verse 35 says, I have showed you all things, how that laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. This is an absolute truth, no doubt. There was a period in my life where the Lord Let me uh, sow into other people's lives and give them and bless, uh, give to them and bless others. You know, I was young in the Lord and didn't even really know and realize that I was actually sowing into my own life for a future withdrawal because whatever you sow, you reap. You know, people think that sowing and reaping is just money, but it's, it's, so many things, you know, if you want a friend, you have to be a friend, if you uh, want a kindness, you have to sow kindness, I mean, you know, all it's, it comes in all kinds of uh, characteristics, things that you do, uh, and in this case, I was sowing into people's life, I was blessing them, I was giving things to them, and it came back to me, amen, and I was just being obedient into the what the Lord was instructing me to do. Now, here's a couple of personal stories of my own. You know, first first of all, I used to buy watches at online auctions and resell them later when I needed the money, or I would uh, use them to for gifts during the holidays or people's birthdays or special days in their lives. And so I would bless them with it, a watch. And I was always a giver. You know, I would always, uh, and actually there's a gift gift spiritual gift of giving, I didn't know that, but I would go to the store, and I'd buy everybody something but me, and then somebody told me that once, Lord, you never buy you anything, well, I, I, I just always got a thrill of seeing someone else get a gift, you know, it's like looking at your children opening up presents at Christmas, it was just such a blessing, and the Lord blessed me with that, And so, anyway, uh, this was around Christmas, and I had bought about eight or ten designer watches. Now, I got them at a super discounted price because I bought them in a bundle. And so, since Christmas was so close that I decided to just bless others with these watches. I gave one to my supervisor. I gave one to a friend of mine. And uh, one day uh, before work, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, Take one of your watches to work with you. There's somebody there that needs a blessing. I said, well, okay, Lord. But I didn't know who. I didn't know who. See, that's how the Lord is. Sometimes you don't know till you get there, till you're obedient, till you take the first step. And uh, many things are like that in the kingdom. That's the way it works. And so you don't get a lot of details. You just have to be obedient, and it's not long till the Lord will show you what He's talking about. Praise God. Now, anyway, uh, uh, when I got to work, I'd go a little early, and there was two sections. I worked in a, a local nursing home back then, and one side was the skill unit, and the other side was assisted living. And so uh, I worked in the skilled unit. So I had to walk by one side to go to the other. And uh, I uh, stopped on the uh, assisted living side to get a cup of coffee because they always had fresh coffee already made. I didn't have to, if I went to the other one, I would have to make the coffee. So I came in and, and I went over there. And as I sat down at the table, an older lady whom I didn't know, sat down beside me she introduced myself herself she said she was new and she was an nice lady and she joined me as we uh you know we talked it's nursing chit chat here and there basically generic in nature i heard the holy spirit said give her the watch so i stopped immediately and turned towards her and said you might think this sounds crazy but the Lord wants me to bless you with this watch. And I handed her the watch. She looked shocked. She really did. And she said, this is amazing. She said she was getting ready for work. She had dropped her, you know, she bumped her watch off the table and it broke. So I don't know if the crystal broke or just quit running but she said she cried out to the Lord, to Jesus, and said, Lord, help me. I need a watch to do my vital signs. And so, you know, she was new, so she was having to do it manually. And then after you you do it, you know, your orientation, then you get to use the machine. So anyway, and she said I couldn't afford to buy one either because she hadn't gotten paid yet. And uh, so anyway, that was pretty fascinating. And she said, and then you showed up and blessed me with a watch. Oh, thank you so much. That's what she said. I said, don't thank me. It's a gift from God. Give him all the glory. Amen. And it felt great to give to someone who is in need. Now, another time, God used me to bless someone. I was in the process of moving and my sons had left some rental furniture behind in a trailer that they were living in. And uh, so I said I would stay over a couple of days longer. They were This is like the weekend. And so they were uh, coming, rent center or somebody was coming Monday to pick it up. So somebody had to be there. And so they went ahead and drove. And uh, I stayed there. And I had a bus ticket. So anyway, uh, there was just a few things left, and I was trying to either sell it or give it away, do something with it, because I didn't want to leave it there, uh, you know, in the trailer. So anyway, uh, I I managed to sell my little bedroom TV, which gave me, you know, uh, running around money on a bus, but I needed to move the computer table and two beds that were left. So I'd called a few friends, but they were either at work or not at home at all. And I was literally running out of time. I prayed about it. And immediately the Holy Spirit said, go next door and give them your beds. (laughs) And so I said, well, okay, Lord, I will. So I didn't know this couple, but I knocked on the door. And this nice man to open it. And and I said, this may sound strange, but the Lord wants me to bless you with this furniture. He started jumping up and down with joy and saying, praise God. And next his wife uh, came up and I noticed she was pregnant. And I mean, pretty far along, (laughs) she was big. And they had huge smiles and they said they had just prayed for a bed because they had just moved in. And they were sleeping on a homemade pallet that they had made with blankets and pillows on the floor. And it was extremely uncomfortable for her. Now, they were just so happy. And they kept saying, you're our angel, you're our angel. And I laughed and explained to them to give God all the glory that it belonged to him. So, uh... They came over and got the beds, and I threw in the computer table as well. They were so happy. And they brought me over a plate for supper, and that was a nice uh, surprise. I enjoyed that. And so in the morning when I got up and I was getting ready to leave to get on the bus, they gave me a sack with sandwiches and chips and snacks for the trip. They blessed me back. Amen and amen. Now, later on in my journey, when I needed help with furniture myself, the seeds of my giving reaped a blessing for me, as I mentioned earlier. Um, A patient's family at work heard that I just recently moved into a new place, and they drove over and blessed me with a couch and a love seat. Guess what? The furniture had the exact same floral design on it. That was the design that was on my curtain. Wow. That's God, folks. That's how he works. No coincidence there. And so, I mean, I was just really thrilled to death. That's for sure. Now, another family member uh, of one of my patients heard that I was moving, and they said, well, what do you need? You know, we're going to sell some of the stuff that we have. I said, well, I need a couple beds, and they said, oh, well, we got that, so uh, they came over, they sold me a couple of twin beds for my sons, every young then, and they threw in a lane recliner. Oh, it was so comfortable and so soft, and uh, I really loved it. It was almost brand new. It was really pretty, kind of a Lime, seafoam, green. It was really a nice recliner. And I mean, everybody always fought over it because it was just the place to sit. That's for sure. Now, that's how it works. That's how it works. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, they sold it to me for a fraction of the value. I think I bought the two beds and the chair for like 40 bucks. So it was really Uh, a good deal and I had God's favor on my life and it was definitely better to give than to receive. Now in conclusion here we are to be satisfied with what God blesses us with. Now that doesn't mean that we shouldn't strive to be better or to better ourselves but it has to be at the mental heart level And relationship with the Lord. We need to strive to please God. We need to strive to serve others before ourselves. Now just look around. I know that you probably have some things in your house, like I do, that you could bless others with. I go through my clothes sometimes and give things away. You could even pack up a bag and put a note on it. Free. Enjoy. And put it in a laundromat. Yeah, you could give to Goodwill, but they'd sell it. So, (coughs) and you want to really bless somebody. You don't want them to buy it. You want to give it to them, you know. So a friend of mine told me one time, well, where do I take it? I said, hey, just put it in a laundromat. Somebody will take it. They'll appreciate it. And so I went to a women's center one time and donated some clothes. Well, it wasn't long until I seen somebody in town, and I really liked the person who was wearing my shoes, my old shoes. But I really liked her, so I was really happy that I got to bless somebody with that. That was cool. So anyway, uh, it's important that you bless others. You know, I give my leftovers from my dinner away to my neighbors. If you're giving things away, it won't become an idol or a god to you. Keep in mind, you can't take it with you. You come into this world with nothing, and you will leave with nothing. So why not sow it into someone's life? When you're giving to the needy, you're giving to Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That's so important. Now, this is a time in the show, but it's the most important time in the show that I like to give everybody an opportunity to get in right standing with the Lord. If you've never taken the steps towards salvation, and maybe you have, you may have drifted away from your first love, and you need to rededicate your life to the Lord, please agree with me now in your heart and your spirit as I say the sinner's prayer. Father God, I'm a sinner, and, I, and forgive me of all my sins. I believe that jesus is your son and died on the cross and rose again on the third day i need you today to be my savior and to be lord of my life in jesus precious name amen and amen praise god if you made this decision all the angels in heaven are rejoicing and your family members in heaven are rejoicing too you have made the best decision of your life and you will never regret it only that you didn't do it sooner. Amen and amen. Welcome to the royal family. You are on the winning side. Praise God. And to God be all the glory. Now that you know the truth, let it empower your life. Now when you go through that, find you a Bible that you can understand and read it. You know, you start out slow. You know, read a a, a chapter uh, in the Old Testament, a chapter in the New Testament, and a chapter in Psalms, and just keep reading it. And you might come across a chapter that's got a lot of names you can't pronounce or something like that. You can kind of run through that quick and just get to the meat of it and, uh, and just really get with the church. I mean, if you can't join a church, get with the church group. You, they have them all the time in people's houses or Find an online ministry that you can follow, that you can study in a Bible study. It's all about relationship with Jesus. So just talk to the Lord. People sometimes ask me, but Lori, how do you pray? You just pray like you talk to anybody. You just pray. And it's a matter of fact, you can tell the Lord anything you want to. He loves you so much. He's already known what He already knows everything you've ever done or gonna do anyway so uh talk to him he's your best friend uh he will and listen to him tune into the the channel you know people say well you know i don't hear the lord well maybe you're not tuned into the right channel so be still and know he is god and you'll hear him he'll talk to you the small still voice he'll talk to you so anyway it's important to keep that relationship open and to uh, get some good christian friends and uh, start a new fresh life i mean it's just wonderful i mean i can't even uh go into all good take forever but uh god's really turned my life around you know i mean i couldn't believe it that i struggled for many years many 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 years with addictions with uh, uh abusive marriage uh, all kinds of different things and the Lord took me through that and healed me of all those things. Took the bitterness away. Took the resentment and anger away. Uh, I forgave those people. I moved on. Uh, I have no none of those addictions anymore. The Lord changed me into a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. And he can do the same for you. Your life can be completely turned around. Amen. And amen. Now. In conclusion, I'd like to thank you for joining me for this program and I hope that it's been a blessing for you. Join me next week for another empowering and bold topic. You know, Proverbs twenty-eight one says, the righteous are bold as a lion. We need boldness in these last days. You know, boldness is not a personality trait, but acting by the power of the Holy Spirit by urgent conviction in the face of some threat. Pray for a spirit of boldness to come about you because we need to be bold. That's for sure. Now, you can get my books on Amazon.com or other online venues. You can contact me through email at ltims, T-I-M-B-S, at gmail.com. You can send me questions or prayer requests. I would be honored to pray for you. Uh you can go on my archives at anchor.fm forward slash empowered dash radio. You can go on podcast and on Spotify. You can just Google my name, Lori Tim's uh Empowered Radio, and it'll pull it up. Uh it'll pull up all my things, and you can download it, you can listen to it. Uh I've been doing this for a long time, so there's a lot out there, that's for sure. Now. You can go on OTTU, Universal Media, and it's live broadcast. And uh, like I said, you can go to RCR Network and get uh, my archives as well. Please support my ministry. I need your help. You can support me through Cash App, uh, dollar sign LLT West. I appreciate it so much, and I'm expanding my ministry. You know, I'm doing radio. I'm doing live broadcast. So I want to reach as many people as I can. Amen and amen. I'm also available for speaking engagements as well. Until next time, God bless you and shalom. OTU media has been operating since september of 2020 since then OTU media has reached over 45 million people through our media outlets octu media is changing for one purpose only and that purpose is to bring to you the quality and outstanding media that represents our audience welcome to the new octu media to hear this and more broadcasts like this one Go to tu Media from the web. Also, you can find tu Media on Roku, Amazon Fire, Android, and Apple iOS. This radio network is on tu Media 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 56 weeks a year. Thank you for your support of tu Media and this radio network. Thank you for listening to Empowered Radio with Lori Timms. Tune in next time for more bold topics for bold Christians. This broadcast is copyrighted by LLT Ministries and the Resilient Christian Radio Network.